Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio on Seattle's Cairo Radio. Long-Term Care Radio is brought to you in part by 525 Advisors, your local long-term care experts. Brian Ott is a certified long-term care planning specialist and will show you how to protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of a long-term care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting options you need to know about. Now, here's your host, Brian Ott. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio and the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. You know, I came in this week, uh, we just had a lot of really great questions um, that came in through our website. And if you're new to Long-Term Care Radio, our website is 525longtermcare.com. Again, that's 525longtermcare.com. And the website's really just uh, a resource, lots of information. We have examples. We have our schedule for our webinars um, that we do every month so that you can learn about long-term care. And it's also a great way to get in there and send us a question and I just love the questions of the week when they come in because what happens is it just gives me a really good idea of what people are trying to learn about out there and this week I got a couple of really good questions I got a question on inflation and I got a question on funding with IRA money so we're going to discuss both of those during the show today And then um, I got a great client of the week, which is actually kind of, we designed two plans at once for this person. In the last segment, I'm going to touch on uh, group plans. So if you are a Washington State resident and you are faced with this new Washington State Long-Term Care Trust Act tax that is coming up, um, unless you're self-employed, about the only way to get out of this tax is if you have a private long-term care insurance plan. And there are some group plans out there for employers and employees. You can take it to your boss. And so we're going to talk about that. So stick around for that as well, too. But let's get right into the uh, first question I got this week. This was from Susan down in Olympia, Washington. And Susan says, what happens if you take out an inflation rider to grow your policy and there is no inflation? Does your policy stop growing or can it go down in value? So this is a great question. And before we peel this onion back, let's talk about what a rider is, for instance. A rider, think of a rider when we talk about riders with insurance policies. A rider is like an option on a car. So if I have a long-term care policy and I have one and my wife has one, we could put a shared care rider on that. And what that rider says basically is we are now able to use my bucket of money. I could then dip into my wife so we could share each other's policies. There's joint waiver of premium riders. And that means that if one person goes on claim, then we waive the premium for both. So there's a a litany of riders out there, and the rider is an additional expense. So that's what I say. Think about that as an option on the car. You can buy the base car, and then you can buy the technology package. That would be like a what I mean by a rider. Now, an inflation rider is what grows your policy in value over time. So if I've got a $5,000 a month benefit for three years... I've got $180,000 in my bucket. So again, think of long-term care insurance as a bucket of money. I have $180,000. I can take $5,000 out a month if I trigger a claim, so that policy would last me minimum of three years. What an inflation rider does is it grows that bucket of money, and it grows the amount that you can take out of that bucket over time. So the idea is if I buy that bucket of money, the $5,000 a month benefit for three years, so I've got the $180,000 and I'm 60 years old, and I put a 3% inflation rider on it, and then I go on claim 25 years down the road, 
I'm going to have a little bit over $360,000 in my bucket, and I'll have a little bit over $10,000 a month that I can pull out of that bucket. So that's what an inflation rider is. It grows your policy from day one, from the day we take it out. It doesn't wait till you go on claim. It starts growing it today. And the idea is it keeps up with inflation. Inflation, in a nutshell, is just uh, the, the increase in costs over time for an item. So you think of a stamp that you know used to be $0.20, cents and now it's 55 That's just inflation. And so the idea is we're taking these policies out today, $5,000 a month. Well, I want it to still feel like $5,000 a month when I use it 20 or 25 years down the road. I want it to have the same buying power, so it needs to be worth more money. Now, the question here that came from Susan is, what happens if I take out an inflation rider and there's no inflation? Well, that's why I hate the name of these, inflation rider, because the inflation rider is not actually tied to inflation. There are some companies that used to do that. They would tie it to a CPI, Consumer Price Index, or they would tie it to, um, in fact, I've got one company out right now, Nationwide, just came out a couple years ago with a medical inflation rider. So it's tied to the medical inflation. But as a general rule, and again, I'm talking about general rules, um, most of the companies are going to give you a specific amount of growth. So 3%, 5%, it might be 3% compound, or it might be 3% simple. Um, or they might have a, like I say, there's one or two carriers out there that have it tied to some index, but I, I've never used those. I cannot remember ever placing a client in an inflation rider that is tied to an index because what we're really trying to do with insurance is guarantee amount. So what we're doing is taking that 3% or that 5% and making it you know, either simple or compound. We know we can look out in the future and have a guaranteed amount. So the question is, does your policy stop growing? No, the policies should grow every year based on that inflation rider that you choose. And if there is no inflation, that doesn't matter. Think of the inflation rider more as a compounding effect. Now, one of the things that is really surprising out there is a lot of carriers have come out with Let's take 5% inflation. That used to be the normal. Um, today, it's 3%. That's really the standard. And it used to, it's because of treasury rates. Remember, these insurance companies take our money, and they have to buy treasuries to have the cash reserves to pay those claims in the future. Well, when treasuries were paying 6 7 8%, it was easy to compound your policy at 5%. Now that those treasuries are paying less than 3 it's hard to even compound and inflate those policies at 3%. It, it's just uh, a lot more risk for the insurance company. But if we have a compound versus a simple, this is where some people get confused. If I have $100 of benefit and I have a 5% simple interest, it's going to compound by $5 every year. So my value is just going to grow by $5. So it would take 20 years for that $100 to turn into $200 of benefit. If I had that same $100 on 5% compound inflation rider, well, the 105 is going to grow by 5%. And then the next year, that 111 is going to grow by 5%. So it takes about 15 years for that $100 to double if I have 5% compound. So we generally try to use compound uh, when we can. Now, part of the question is, when would you want an inflation rider? I'm, I just want to talk about these as a, as a general rule. Number one on a traditional pay-as-you-go plan, if you are under age 76, you have to have some kind of inflation rider on your policy to make it eligible for the state partnership program. That's a program where if you run out of your insurance, so that bucket of money, you use it all up, 
then you can go on Medicaid without spending all your assets down. They'll allow you to protect some assets. And so about 46 of the states right now have the state partnership program. So you have to have an inflation rider on that. So it's, it's really required for those programs. Younger people should definitely consider inflation riders because... You know, if I'm 40 or 50 and I don't go on claim till I'm 80 or 85, well, whatever I buy today is going to be deflated. It's not going to have the same buying power. So we would definitely want to look at inflation riders on that. And also, most of the carriers limit the amount of coverage you can get. So a lot of the traditional plans will say you can only start out at $9,000 a month. That's the biggest benefit you can get. So the only way for that to grow is to have some inflation rider on it. So keep that in mind. And bottom line is what we're doing when we're going through the planning process is we're trying to look at your other assets. We're trying to look at where you're at, what stage of life you are. And generally for those people that are younger in the 60s or under, you know, maybe 58, 55, we tend to, especially on traditional plans, look at that inflation rider as an option. Now, when would you consider a policy without an inflation rider? Well, I will tell you we're doing a lot more of it today without the inflation because, again, because of the interest rate environment, it has made the cost of these riders a lot more expensive than they used to be. And so now what we're really looking at, especially on the asset-based plans, is there a way that we can design a plan maybe that doesn't have the inflation rider on it? So we're just going to start with a higher benefit, just a static amount. Now, this is pretty easy to do for older clients. So when my clients come in, they're 65, 75, you know, going on 80, whatever it is, it's a lot easier because we can maybe just start out at $8,000 or $10,000 a month of benefit right out of the gate and just skip the inflation rider. And remember, at a 3% inflation rider, it takes about 23 and a half years to double. So if I've got a 60-year-old and they take out you know $4,000 a month with 3% inflation rider, it's going to take them 23 and a half years for that 4000 to turn into 8000 So sometimes we'll just look at a bigger amount of, of $7,000, $8,000, something along those lines. Um, also, I think there's times when we look at it, if you're trying to add some additional coverage, there are some times when maybe we don't use an inflation rider as well, too. But again, really the whole idea behind inflation, the question that Susan had um, is basically saying, hey, what happens if there's no inflation? Well, a properly designed plan, that's not going to have any effect on your policy. Your policy will grow at the rate that we set in the beginning of it. And then what's going to happen is when you go on claim, most of the policies will continue to grow that benefit for you as well, too. So the bottom line with inflation riders is, yes, they are important, but they're not always necessary. We're going to look at your situation, and we're going to figure that out. But it's a great question, Susan, and absolutely, get the inflation rider. You know your policy is going to grow at a guaranteed rate, even while you're on claim, and that way you can predict what the value is of that policy in the future. Uh, Stick around with us. We're going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I want to get into funding long-term care plans using retirement accounts. i got another great question of the week. We'll be right back. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay you back with interest if you never use it. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free classes at 525longtermcare.com. 
Have you heard? Beginning next year, all W-2 employees in our state will be taxed for long-term care, but not if you have an existing plan in place. The new government program will make Washington State employees pay for a long-term care plan through a new payroll tax. You won't have a choice, and you won't be able to opt out unless you have an existing plan in place, like my wife and I do, through 525 Advisors. Learn about this new payroll tax and new long-term care plans by attending a free live webinar this morning at 9. If you can't attend, there's another one this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Long-term care is such an important part of retirement planning. A good long-term care plan from 525 Advisors can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and everything you've worked so hard for. They also have plans that pay you back if you never need it. So attend the free live webinar this morning at 9. There's also another one this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Register now at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. For the most options, including new plans that protect you and your loved ones and pay you back if you never use them, visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Off. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in this weekend. Um, you heard some ads. I do have another class coming up on Wednesday the 30th. If you're listening to Cairo Radio on uh, Saturday morning, I do have a, a, a class this morning at 9 a.m. That's the 26th. But our next class, last class for June, is Wednesday the 30th at 3 p.m. And then, believe it or not, we're rolling into July. I mean, folks, we're just a, you know, a little over a week away from July 4th, which is hard to believe. But um, we've got a couple classes on the calendar, the 14th at 3 p.m., that's a Wednesday, and then Saturday the 24th of July at 9 a.m. So look for those at 525longtermcare.com. So I'm just uh, building the show this week around a couple of questions I got. The first one was about the inflation rider. The second one I got here is a question from Jason, who lives in Redmond, Washington. And Jason asks, I'm going to retire in a few years, and most of my savings are in a 401k. Can I use retirement money to fund a long-term care plan, and can I get the money out tax-free? So this is a great question. I mean, we've got a lot of people that right now are are looking into long-term care because of this new state tax. And, of course, a lot of people have most of their assets tied up in a retirement account. So I I find this to be a very timely question, Jason. But first off, let's um, back up here for a second. When I use the term retirement accounts, I'm excluding Roth IRAs. And the reason why is the in, in the money in a Roth, it is a retirement account, but the Roth money falls under different rules, and that money has already been taxed. So I'm really talking about money that we're talking about like IRAs, 401Ks, 403Bs, deferred comp, SEP IRAs, things that you have not paid any tax on. So let's go back to that question. There's two parts to that. The last part, let's answer that first. Can you get the money out tax-free? No. Unfortunately, Jason, there is no way to pull money out of a retirement account, even for long-term care insurance, tax-free. 401ks, IRAs, the money that you have not paid tax on is going to be counted as income when you pull that out. So remember that. You have to pay the tax on that. If you are under 59 and a half, you will pay a 10% penalty on top of the money that you pull out. So if you pull out $20,000 and you're 58, they're going to fine you another $2,000 penalty and you still have to pay tax on the $20,000 that you pull out based on your current income rates. 
contributions to a Roth IRA can be pulled out under 59 and a half. But you can't pull the growth out until you're 59 and a half. So the growth is going to follow kind of the similar rules of I've got to be 59 and a half. But the nice thing about Roth IRAs, if I put money into it, let's say I've put $50,000 into it and it's grown to $150,000, well, that $50,000 is my contribution. I can pull that part out under 59 and a half. The growth, I have to have the money in there for at least five years and be over 59 and a half, and then I can pull that out tax-free. So just understand those ground rules. When it comes to using retirement accounts to fund long-term care, let's talk about this in the context of being out of the penalty zone, so being over 59 and a half. If you're over 59 and a half in the year you make that withdrawal, you really have two options to use funds out of a retirement plan. Number one is just to, <clears throat> excuse me, make re, um, make withdrawals. So you set up a long-term care plan, whether it's a five pay or a 10 pay or even a continuous pay, and you need the, you know, the $10,000 to make that premium payment. You can just go to your retirement account and pull the $10,000 out every year. And that money, that $10,000 is going to be counted as income. So you would pay tax on it at the end of the year, end of the year, based on your um, income tax level. So that is the simplest way to do. It's no different than if you pull the money out to do a home improvement or to, to buy a car or do, spend it on anything else. The IRS just looks at that as income the year that you pull that out. Um, if you use these withdrawals to fund a traditional plan or a continuous pay or an asset-based plan that is funded over you know, multiple payments, you would just simply go down and pull that money out when you need it to make those payments. That's one way you could do it. The second way that you can use a retirement account to fund a long-term care plan is to use a single lump sum. And then, again, this is if you're over 59 and a half. And what we can do on that single lump sum is we can roll over. It's considered a rollover. So I have a couple carriers that will do this. We'll actually take money out of an IRA or a 401k in a lump sum, and we will roll it over to the insurance company to fund your long-term care plan. Now, there's several advantages to this. And this, by the way, this is our most popular asset-based plan because, again, most people have worked it hard and saved, and their biggest liquid asset is a 401K or an IRA. For, so we see that that's very common. But if we take out that lump sum and we deposit it with the insurance company, what happens is we're not taxed on it that year, like if we just went down and made a withdrawal. What we're actually doing is we're setting up a long-term care plan that is a 10-pay plan, meaning 10 annual payments on, on the books for the insurance company. And then what we're doing is we're giving them a lump sum of money today, and that's making those 10 payments. That money that we gave them is rolled over to an IRA. So you are not taxed on that today. You are taxed on it in even installments over the next 10 years. So your money is taken out in a lump sum. And the reason why you would do that is because you're going to get more insurance for the same amount of money than if you just left it in your IRA and you pulled the money out every single year. And what I mean by that is if you take $100,000 out of your IRA today and you roll it over to the insurance company, that's going to make ten, twelve thousand dollar payments for you. So they're guaranteeing that your hundred thousand dollars will buy a hundred and twenty thousand dollars of insurance. Now, for the math people out there, that equates to about three and a half percent return on your money. Three point four six, if you want to be exact. So what we're saying is that hundred thousand dollars is 
earning 3.5% interest, and it's able to earn enough money to generate those 10 payments of $12,000. As far as you know, you just rolled over $100,000, but the insurance plan is being paid $12,000 a year on the books of the insurance company, so you get a 1099 for $12,000 each year, and that's what you would be taxed on. You would take that $12,000 and count that as income and pay tax on it the year that it comes out. So it's no different than if you were just going out and pulling $12,000 a year out. It would be the same effect for you tax-wise. The reason why people do it is because instead of your money having to earn that 3.5% year in and year out to make those payments, the insurance company guarantees that it'll do that. Now, if you do the math on this, you'll see that you say, well, wait a second. When does that make sense and when doesn't it make sense? We do this for a lot of our clients that are in their 60s approaching 70 because they're generally more conservative investments at that point anyway. They've got maybe 60%, 70% of their money in bonds, which is right now yielding less than that 3.5%. And so it's an easy to take that guarantee. We have a lot of people that do this because the stock market's been on such a tear that they're saying, look, I'm going to take some of these gains, I'm going to lock it in, and I'm going to buy this insurance plan, and I'm just going to get it funded in one single lump sum, and I'm going to get that extra 20% of coverage by just doing it that way, guaranteed. Now, for um, younger clients, it's really kind of a struggle. For people under 59 and a half, there is no simple way to pull money out of a retirement account and fund a plan. You would just set up your own payment plan and pull that money out of the retirement account, and you would have to pay the tax on it that year, and you would have to pay the penalty on it that year. So that's something you need to be very aware of. So again, Yes, we can pull money out of IRAs. It's our most popular account, but you really need to be 59 and a half to make it the most efficient way. If I was under 59 and a half, I would not take a lump sum out of my retirement account. I just want to do that because you would, you're not penalized on the whole lump sum. You're just penalized at 10% on the amount that they're basically the insurance payment every year. So if you're 57, you would have a penalty for, for two years basically is what would happen on that. But using retirement accounts, very, um, you know, it's not black and white. What we're really looking at is if you're really comfortable with your investments, you can just set up your own 10 pay or your own five pay or even a 20 pay plan and just go to that retirement account and pull the money out. But if you have a nice nest egg built there and you can do the lump sum, you can put that over. The great thing about doing the lump sum is you don't lose any of the features. It works just like having your own 10 pay, meaning that if you go on claim at year five, well, there's a waiver premium on that insurance policy. So when they pull that money out of the IRA money you gave them, they're actually going to send that money back to you along with your long-term care benefit. And you don't lose, you know, you, you don't, it doesn't change your taxes at all. So just a really, really slick program. But yes, that's the way you would do it. Either set up your own multi-pay or take a lump sum and spread those taxes out over 10 years. Um, stick around. We're going to head into our next break. and we come back, i got a client of the week. I've never done this before, but I've actually put two plans in place at the same time. I'm going to show you how we did it and why. We'll be right back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Have you 
you heard? Beginning next year, all W-2 employees in our state will be taxed for long-term care, but not if you have an existing plan in place. The new government program will make Washington State employees pay for a long-term care plan through a new payroll tax. You won't have a choice, and you won't be able to opt out unless you have an existing plan in place, like my wife and I do through 525 Advisors. Learn about this new payroll tax and new long-term care plans by attending a free live webinar this morning at 9. If you can't attend, there's another one this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Long-term care is such an important part of retirement planning. A good long-term care plan from 525 Advisors can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and everything you've worked so hard for. They also have plans that pay you back if you never need it. So attend the free live webinar this morning at 9. There's also another one this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Register now at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Take the burden off your loved ones by making sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble. And now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing. Call Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back, and thanks again for uh, tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio. i got to tell you, this um, is just really, this, this in the studio this week is just blowing by. i got so much to talk about. I just love these questions. So if you have a question for us, send it to us at 525longtermcare.com. Again, we do have one more class in June coming up on Wednesday the 30th. And I'm just going to preference it right now. We are getting a lot of people um, you know, that are interested in these programs. And so I think it's a great way to learn about long-term care insurance. This program is that the, the webinars are not how to get out of the state tax. That's not what these webinars are for. This is really just the, the basic class that we teach about what long-term care is, how it works, what it pays for, your different options, traditional asset-based plans, how Medicaid and uh, works and Medicare works. We go all through all that stuff. But um, again, we try to do that to educate you, get you, you know, kind of up to speed so that when we start working with you, that then we can really just kind of get down to the nuts and bolts of designing a plan for you that works right for your situation. And you kind of have the basics already done. And we also give a, a nice book that we put together, a guide to long-term care planning. We can even just send that out to you in a PDF now. So um, this is my favorite part of the show. And this week I've got a, a really unique uh, client of the week. I was going through my notes and I don't think I've uh, talked about this before. This is 
a situation where I did two actual plans at the same time, both asset-based plans. And so let's go through this and let me just tell you a little bit about you know, the background on the couple and why we did it this way. So this is Adam, who is 71. Vicky is 64. And uh, Adam is retired already. Vicky is just finishing. She's in her last year of work, and then she's wrapping it up. Um, they have four adult children. They have seven grandchildren. They're looking forward to traveling, spending some time with their kids. Um, and their biggest concern by far when they came to see us was being a burden on the kids. Um, specifically, they wanted the resources to manage a care situation. Um, Adam watched his mom go through a care situation before she passed, and he just saw how difficult he was. He said it was very difficult on us. He said it was, you know, my sister carried the brunt of it, but it's like my sister and I were just constantly making decisions, and he says, I want to be able to have that team of professionals that I talk about all the time, that concierge level of care service that can help guide my family if, if one of us end up in that situation. Um, they didn't want to sell off assets. That was another big thing. They, um, they, they they said, gosh, you know, if we end up in a care situation, we don't want to be forced to liquidate our assets to pay for care. They felt they had enough money to self-insure, but they really just wanted a buffer. Uh, they wanted something to supplement the income and protect the investments in their savings that they had. Um, the big thing for them is uh, they wanted to be able to live in their home for as long as possible. So they said, gosh, if that means bringing help into the home, we'll do that. But we would like to stay in our home as long as possible if we can do that. Now, what we found out during their conversation, Adam had a pension uh, and Adam was getting Social Security. So he had a really good income stream. Vicky would have a very small pension and she would probably draw Social Security. She was going to hold off till 70 to maximize her Social Security is what she was thinking. Both of Adam's parents had passed, but Vicky's mom was still going strong. And so Vicky was like, gosh, I've got some longevity in my family, and um, you know, I could easily live into my 90s. Her mom was still trucking along into her, her late 80s. Um, they owned two properties, a vacation home that they had and they shared with the family. They were pretty adamant that they wanted to keep that. That was a nice home that they'd been using for years, and so they're hoping to keep that in the in the family. Now, both um, Adam and Vicky had a, quite a mix. They had savings, they had CDs, they had investment accounts, retirement accounts, um, so just kind of a wide mix of assets. Adam was facing RMDs, and for those of you that know, um, you know, now it's 72. You've got to start pulling money out. That's required minimum distribution, so that means the money that's in our IRAs, our 401ks, we have to start pulling that money out. He didn't really need that money. Um, They were living pretty much off of the pension and the Social Security, so Adam said, I'm faced by pulling this money out. That's not money that I specifically need for anything. Uh, both of them were in good shape, but Vicky had a bout of cancer about five years ago. So she wasn't perfect. And um, this is one of the things why we always start with a pre-screen in our underwriting, because each company looks at these situations differently. So we had to take that into account that Vicky was a cancer survivor. Um the other thing that we found out is they just had a friend that was diagnosed with Alzheimer's a couple of years ago, and it's very concerning to them. It was a, a friend of theirs, um, she and her husband. Her husband is now the caregiver for him, but they're just seeing that unravel. And I think that really opened their eyes. I mean, already, Adam admits, he goes, you know, I, I looked into long-term care planning years ago, but I just never <clears throat> saw anything. And, and, and then I heard your guys' radio show. I heard about these asset-based plans. 
But once they saw their friend with Alzheimer's, they thought, gosh, you know, there's a lot more to this than just money. And so that was something that really opened their eyes. Um, another thing they, you know, we always dig into is what do you want to happen? How do you want your legacy to, to, to play out when you're gone? What do you want your estate to do for you? And they really wanted to support their family and their charities, including their church. That was very important to them. And they just didn't want a long-term care situation to wipe out their ability to give to the people that they wanted to and to help the people that they wanted. So after we found all that information out, basically what I ended up doing is, believe it or not, we ended up putting two plans together. And this is going to tie in with the show. Remember, I was talking about inflation and no inflation at the beginning, and then we were talking about IRA funding. Well, the very first plan we did is we went through this and we said the biggest nest egg that they have sitting there is they've got this IRA that they're going to have to start taking money out of or Adam is because he's turning 72. So what we did is we took off a single lump sum out of his IRA of $200,000, and that's considered a rollover. So the insurance company pulls that from his custodian. Adam doesn't go down and get the money and cash it out. We actually just roll that over so it's rolled into an IRA with the insurance company in the background. We did an even $200,000. What that did for him is it provided each of them, Vicki and Adam, $55,000 a year of long-term care insurance. So they can pull out about $46.57 a month per person for an unlimited amount of time. Now, remember, they have Social Security. They have pension. That's the vast majority of their income. They have other assets. They wanted something to supplement those guaranteed income streams. They didn't want a big grandiose plan, but they wanted something to supplement. So that's kind of what we designed here. Now, the $200,000 going in, it's just in one lump sum. It also provides them a $232,000 guaranteed return to the estate if they don't trigger a claim. So again, two hundred dollars in, they're guaranteed to get two thirty two back. That could be a combination of long-term care benefits and tax-free death benefit. The whole thing could be the death benefit if they don't trigger a claim, but they're guaranteed to get at least $232 back out of that two hundred dollars going in. Now, What's going to happen on the tax side of this is we're funding it in a single lump sum with $200,000, but what the insurance company did is they set up a 10-pay on their books, and so they are going to reach into that $200,000 bucket. Remember, it's got to earn interest, so it's earning that guaranteed 3.5%, and they're going to pull $12,000 out every single year to make those payments. I'm sorry, $24,000, so it's $12,000 per hundred. So he will get a 1099 for $24,000 every single single year, that $24,000, $1099 is going to count towards the required minimum distributions that Adam's going to have to pull out. And Adam's going to have to pull out pretty close to $30,000. So what's going to happen is he, when the rest of his money that he has, he can look at that and say, well, I'm already pulling 24000 out with my insurance plan. I just have to pull out the difference, which is $6,000 roughly. So that's what we mean. We're going to aggregate that 1099 amount with his other IRA balances, and that's going to count towards required minimum distributions. Now, um, this plan also gives the caregiver training benefits, medical home improvement, things like that we talk about. So whatever that monthly benefit is at $4,600, they are going to get two times that, so about $9,300 for caregiver training, $9,300 for medical equipment and home improvement. I don't know what I'm saying. I feel like I got gauze wrapped around my tongue this morning. I'm sorry about that. Um, the plan has a zero-day elimination period for home and community care, and it's got that full concierge-level claim support, meaning that they assign somebody to you and your family to help you through that situation and help you manage it. So that was very important to Vicki. 
Now, you'll notice that this plan did not have an inflation rider on it. So when we were looking at their, their, their situation, what happens is when Adam passes away, if he passes away first, the pension that Vicky's going to get is going to be dropped dramatically. So that was one thing that they were kind of worried about. If Vicky lives longer than Adam, which statistically is probably going to be the case, they wanted to make sure they had some more benefit for Vicky. Now, we could have added an inflation rider to this plan, but what it would have done is that we, we, you, you would have had to put more money in out of the IRA or it would have reduced the initial starting benefit tremendously and you would have had to wait you know, those 20 plus years for that benefit to catch back up with the inflation rider. And it would also reduce the death benefit. That's the other thing that inflation rider would have done on that asset care. So instead, what I was looking at is I, you know, they had money spread all over. Vicky just had some savings and CDs. She said, I have a CD that just expired. Could I use some of that? And I said, yeah, why don't we set up a savings-based plan behind this? We'll put this in Vicky's name. We could have put it in both of their names, but we can get more benefit with just one person, and they were fine with that. So what we did is we just took a single amount for $93,000, and what we did is we deposited that into a savings-based long-term care plan. And what that does is it automatically triples the benefit right out of the gate. So now she has over $280,000 of long-term care insurance by that single deposit of $93,000. Now, with the current interest rates, what these savings-based plans do is they earn interest and then they take some of that interest and they inside the contract and they use that for insurance. So the contract's paying just about 2% right now in current market situation. The insurance is costing her about 1.5%. So believe it or not, her $93,000 is still growing by half a percent a year, which is better than most CD rates out there. So we're just depositing that money in. And what's going to happen for Vicky is she has got another $3,900 a month that she can pull out for six years. And because her money's growing, if the interest rates just stay where they are and that continues to pay 2%, you go out 20 years, she's going to have $312,000 of long-term care insurance that she can pull out at almost $4,400 a month. So she would have the forty six from the first policy. She would have forty four from the second policy. So she's going to have basically about $9,000 at that point of tax-free long-term care insurance. So that's how we basically built in an inflation rider with the second policy. Because here's the other thing about this savings-based plan. If Vicki doesn't use this money, it's just her money, she's going to get that money back. If she ends up needing some of that money, she can take 10% of that money out without any penalty at all. And if she doesn't use her money and she dies, she's going to get that contract value. Whatever, Even if interest rates go negative and they start going down, the value that she put into that plan is never going to go down. So what it is, is we basically did two policies at the same time. The reason why I like doing this is because there's a chance that Vicki might not need that second policy, so that's just her money. She can leave it to the kids or she can actually access it. She can say, I want to take $9,000 a year out of that money and she can do that without any penalty at all and if she pulls out you know takes it from ninety thousand down to fifty thousand she would still have a hundred and fifty thousand dollars of long-term care and she would still have two thousand dollars a month of benefit so it's just a really really unique way that we can set up a plan and get some additional protection instead of an inflation rider because that way you're going to get all your money back as opposed to just losing it when you pay for that inflation rider so i gotta take a break um we'll be right back when we come back i want to get into group plans and tell you what you need to know of them if you're an employer or if you're an employee you can take this information to your boss we'll be right back 
Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Learn more by attending Brian's free asset-based class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Have you heard? Beginning next year, all W-2 employees in our state will be taxed for long-term care, but not if you have an existing plan in place. The new government program will make Washington State employees pay for a long-term care plan through a new payroll tax. You won't have a choice, and you won't be able to opt out unless you have an existing plan in place, like my wife and I do, through 525 Advisors. Learn about this new payroll tax and new long-term care plans by attending a free live webinar this morning at 9. If you can't attend, there's another one this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Long-term care is such an important part of retirement planning. A good long-term care plan from 525 Advisors can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and everything you've worked so hard for. They also have plans to pay you back if you never need it. So attend the free live webinar this morning at 9. There's also another one this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Register now at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Take the burden off your loved ones by making sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble. And now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing. Call Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio or the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. You know, we're getting listeners from all over, and, um, you know, we are a Washington-based company, but we have clients all over the country, uh, working with some people in North Carolina right now, uh, Wisconsin, Colorado. We always have a couple going there. That's my home state. So uh, California. So if you, you're listening to us on a podcast, you can still join join us for one of our webinars. It's easy. That's the great thing that COVID did for us is it forced us onto the Internet with these classes. And it's actually very advantageous for a lot of people. We're getting a lot of good feedback. I have um, one more class this month. That's Wednesday. The um, That's going to be a 3 p.m. kickoff, Wednesday the 30th at 3 o'clock, and that's Pacific Coast time. And then 
we're going to roll right through July 4th, believe it or not, and we're going to come back. And on the 14th, that's a Wednesday, will be our next class for July at 3 p.m. and then Saturday the 24th. And again, we just want to, um, you know, we offer these classes up so you can understand just the basics about long-term care and really get your toe in the water, start having the discussion. My goal is to help you put a plan in place. It's not to sell you anything. I want to guide you through the process. And, you know, every once in a while we get a know-it-all. I had a call this last week from a guy, and I just laughed because he was just like, you know, one of these guys you could just tell right off of the bat. He called me and didn't ask me any questions, just start talking at me and telling me about this, that, and how he does his own investments and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? That's not what I'm going to do. I don't work with people like that. What we're looking for is people that are trying to learn and figure out and be their own advocate and make sure that they get the right plan because there's a lot of options out there. And a lot of these companies are, you know, um, they have good marketing, but when we peel the onion back, I don't necessarily like the product. And that's my job as a professional to explain and as an independent advisor, I'm not handcuffed to any one particular company. We work with all of the best companies out there. And I'm going to give you information so that you can do your research and help guide you to make sure that we have that policy that works for you. And again, we start with the pre-screen with all of our clients because everything is medically underwritten. So you need to know going in which companies would even consider your application. And believe it or not, I was I was ranting last week about how Mutual of Omaha pulled out of Washington State. They don't uh, even thrive and pulled out of Washington State. They don't even want to accept applications anymore. And one of the biggest problems was they were getting so many applications sent to them with people that just, you know, they didn't qualify. They were outside the basic build chart level. The, the agents had not done any filled underwriting. And remember, you, your health is what allows you to get long-term care insurance. Your money is what pays the premium, but it's your health that allows you to get into the long-term care insurance club. And I'll tell you, it's a pretty small club. Half of Americans are not going to qualify just right out of the gate. So you've got to get it when you're healthy because once you have it, you own it. They can't take it away from you. And so that's an, that's something you need to know. Um, so let's talk a little bit here in this last segment. I want to talk about group long-term care insurance plans. This used to be very common. There used to be just dozens of companies that did group. And what I mean by group is that would be something that you would get through your employer. So you can get group term insurance, group health insurance. You could get group long-term care insurance. And um, that market is really dried up. But we do have a carrier. We've got a carrier out there that's been doing this for you know well over a decade now. And they're actually really good. They have their system down. And I wanted to bring this to the table because right now, if somebody calls me up and they're under 30, I don't even have a traditional long-term care insurance plan. In fact, I don't even have one for somebody under 40. You've got to go to asset base between 30 and 40. And um, it's just the the sign of the times. Is uh, the, the carriers are moving out because they're afraid so many of these people are going to take these plans out and they're going to cancel them. And the insurance carriers on the hook for the cost of underwriting, and they're going to spend four or five hundred dollars per head to get a file placed. And then somebody writes a check for one month or two months, and then they cancel, and they just don't want that business. So that's why a lot of the carriers have pulled out. But we only had a couple carriers that would go under age thirty anyway. But for group people, if you're an employer out there or you are an employee, listen to this because you you guys, if you can get 10 people or more in your office that wants to set up a long-term care insurance plan to get out of that state tax, you can do it through a group plan. So again, at least 10 people have to be signed up. 
Now, if you have fewer than 100 people signed up, the employer has to con- contribute $25 a month. So that's going to be probably a sticky uh, situation for a lot of people. You might get the 10 people, but the employer is not willing to contribute $25. So you get you would have to work that out. If you have more than 100, like we have a group right now of about 4,000 people that are looking into this, once they get over 100 people signed up, the employer does not have to contribute anything. It can just be all paid by the employee. The employer can contribute if they want to, but they don't have to. But for the smaller businesses out there, if you're an employer, like we have a, a, a group of attorneys right now that they're going to buy a plan for their employees and they're going to make the contribution. Well, here's where it's at. If you're you, you're looking at the smallest benefit amount, it's about $23 a month. So the employer would literally pay 100% of that, and that's for someone between 18 and 30 years of age. If we jump up to age 40, it's about $28 a month. If you jump up to age 50, it's about $36 a month. If you jump up to age 60, it's about $53 a month. So if you do the math on this, if you're just looking for a way to get out of the state tax right now, and you're saying, well, if I'm making $100,000 a year, I'm going to get taxed roughly about 580 you know, so just round it up to $600. Well, you're a 50-year-old. You can get a group plan for $36 a month that would get you out of that tax, and you own this policy. That's something people don't understand. The state tax, you don't own anything. You're paying money into a trust fund. So by putting a group plan in place, you own this policy. It's portable. If you leave your job, you can keep it. If you move out of state, you can keep it. You can take it with you. If your employer's making, you've got a payment that's $36 a month and your employer's making a payment of 25 for you and you quit your job, well, you can keep your plan. You just got to pay the $36. It doesn't change the premium. So the group plans are just a great way to get out of the tax, number one, and actually own a policy. And I'm giving you pricing right here on the simplest $50,000 bucket of money. It's a very small bucket of money, but you can get 100000 you can get 200000 you can get $300,000 of coverage, you can get inflation riders. There's a lot of things we can do. And for the employers out there, this is a really simple process. You guys don't have to do a whole lot. But what we're going to do is, is get a quick little survey from you to find out about how many employees you have. We're going to send you some information, get you set up on a website, and that's really about it. You're going to have one meeting, and then we're going to have a process set up that your employees can go in and they can just literally sign up right there online, get it done. It's limited underwriting. There are some knockout questions, so not everybody's going to qualify. But I will tell you, um, it is a much better option, honestly. And if some of the employers are just willing, if you're under 100 employees, you're willing to pay that $25 or give that $25 bonus to your employees, it is just a great, great benefit because they're going to actually own this policy now. They're going to have coverage from day one. And you as an employer are not going to have to collect that tax and pay it quarterly to the state anymore. Now, for the people that are employees and you 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 want to take that in, go to your HR service. Go into your boss. Go to your manager. There's a lot of people that still don't know this tax is coming. And remember, all W-2 employees, unless you are self-employed, all W-2 employees are going to be forced to pay this tax unless they have a private long-term care insurance contract. So that is something that I think a lot of people are going to get blindsided with. So make sure that your boss knows if you're an employee out there that, hey, 
this tax is coming, and there's a way that we could get out of that tax for probably less money than what we're going to be taxed, and we can get our own plan and have coverage, and you can do that through a group plan. So that is something that I just wanted to bring out there to the information. And if you are interested in that, just go to our website at 525longtermcare.com, and on that contact form when you send it in, just say, hey, interested in a group this is how many employees we have, or this is roughly how many people we have, 10 plus or whatever it is, just let us know. And then we'll get you guys some information so that you can get kind of set up on that because uh, um, I think that's just a really nice alternative and we do have that available for um, business owners out there. So uh, again, you guys have burned another hour with us this week. I appreciate it. I hope everybody has a a nice week. We're in the heat wave out here in Seattle. Uh, supposed to be breaking 100 degrees today and tomorrow, so we'll see if that that comes to fruition. Um, again, classes on next Wednesday, the 30th, is my last class for June. That's a 3 p.m. kickoff, and then we have two classes up on the 14th and the 24th. You can get all of that information at our website at 525longtermcare.com. Again, 525longtermcare.com. And while you're there, just bounce around that website. It tells us you know we have resources, a little bit about our process, the steps involved, we're getting a lot of people that are reaching out to us, and they're, they're thinking they're just going to buy long-term care insurance when they're ready, and it doesn't work that way. There's a process to it. You've got to be underwritten. So spend a little time at that website. And thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another new show. Thanks for listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Off. Event info, planning resources, and long-term care radio podcasts can all be found at 525longtermcare.com. To schedule an appointment with Brian Ott, call 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free long-term care planning class, visit 525longtermcare.com. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 to Long-Term Care Radio with your host, Brian Ott, on Cairo Radio, 